Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to, because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO school. Hi, welcome to CEO School Podcast. I'm your host, Sanera Madani, and I'm so excited to share something really different with you today on the podcast and honestly for the next three episodes. So I actually just finished our CEO School experience, which we do once a year, and we were actually working on 2023 planning. We had 5,000, 5,000 women entrepreneurs sign up and come join us through all places of the world digitally. So I led a workshop online helping female entrepreneurs really think about 2023 and how to effectively plan your 2023. Part of the experience on day one, I covered your annual operating plan and really creating a proper financial forecast that is tangible, how I create my financial forecast and my plan, and actually creating a plan that you don't just stick in a drawer, that you achieve through the year. And then on day two, we went through, which was our profit playbook, which was on day one. And then on day two was our people playbook. On Once you have 2023 kind of financial goals, um, your high level planning done, how do you actually get the team that then supports those goals? And so many entrepreneurs that came had contractors or were solopreneurs or maybe had small teams. Some even came that had large teams. But we broke down our exact people playbook. So everything that you need to hire and scale your team members. All these workshops were designed for scaling in 2023. And our final workshop uh, was on your roadmap to 2%. So Less than 2% of female founders ever break a million in revenue, and that's exactly why we started the podcast and created all of our programming was to break that statistic. And so for 2023, once you have your financial forecast and plan in place, once you've done your 2022 retrospective, and I guide you through all of this, we understand who your A players are and what team, like what you need for your dream team to achieve these goals. And the last part of the module on day three, we do the major strategic projects that you need for 2023. So you break down what is the exact roadmap that you need to actually achieve the best 2023 that you have ever had. And after that, I really wanted to make sure that you guys all had access to this as well. So we are, I'm going to, for the podcast, our podcast manager is taking the workshop and creating it into an audible format. But we're also going to link the actual training into the show notes so you can also catch it live. So you can listen wherever you are listening from and, um, and, you know, actually get the workbooks and playbooks with the links in the show notes. So I can't wait for you guys to watch and see and hear. These three days were so, so powerful and we just think you're going to learn so much and hopefully it helps you plan your 2023 next year. And we are actually opening up 
doors to the CEO School program, which starts in January. And so we were welcoming the new cohort into a 12-week accelerator with me as your coach, 12 weeks of, of coaching live, our six heavy-packed um, training up uh, program, which is going to be on six different modules for scale. So I lead you through that in day three, and it is so powerful, so fantastic. I can't wait to bring it to you um, into the show. And I can't wait for you to join us in the start of the new year. If you've been listening to the show and you've been following along on our journey, it is time for you to come actually join CEO School. And this is CEO School, and I cannot wait for you to come join us uh, in January and enroll in our new cohort and our new class for 2023 so that you can crush your exact goals for the entire year. I hope you enjoy the episodes. Today um, is all about your actual roadmap. On day one, we talked about your uh, AOP, right? Your annual operating plan, right? Which is going to be setting you up for 2023 success. I saw in the in the groups, like I was so impressed by the the projections, the numbers, your ambition, the current revenue of so many of you, right? There's we were we were Laura, we're chatting. There was, I mean, there were so many entrepreneurs, like majority of you guys are past that six-figure mark already, right? And it's right around the corner. Like your scale is right around the corner. And um it was just so impressive. So day one was all about your annual operating plan. If you are coming live to day three or you're listening to this audio or um, first time you're hearing for today, please go back and definitely go watch that uh, training module. It was so fire. We literally went through the exact steps that I take to plan my 2023 from a financial forecast perspective. So you can have clarity around your business, your business goals, and how you're actually going to get there with your current product suite and the playbook on pricing and everything. It was so wonderful. And then day two, yesterday, we talked about people, right? And I was actually, yesterday when I was going through uh, a lot of the comments of your first hires, many of you guys actually don't have large teams, right? You guys are lots of lots of entrepreneurs doing wearing all of the hats, right? Okay, shout out to yesterday's winner, um, Ariel Teakin. Ariel, Congratulations. You are our winner for for posting your homework assignment into the Insider Club. And uh, you'll be getting a one-on-one with me. I can't wait to get to know your business. And she's on live too. That's so exciting. Oh, Ariel, we're so excited. Uh, Yesterday, so yesterday on People Playbook, we specifically talked about how to think about your org, not as it is today, right? How to think about your future org for 2023. And you don't need a massive team. You need the right team. You need A players on your team to support you. And we have a playbook on how we hire A players, train A players, and keep A players. And so we went through that exact playbook yesterday. And I'm so excited. A lot of you guys said your your next hire is an operations manager. And what's really exciting is that we're going to add in a bonus module into the program at the end. So Laura is going to tell it. We're going to share with you some of the things that based on your feedback, we're going to also add into the program um, our exact playbook on how we're like we're actually onboarding a new operations uh, leader um, in January. And so we're actually going to take you full behind the scenes of our playbook on job description, hiring, how we're doing it. Um, even down to like how we posted on Indeed, like what, we're, how did we actually like attract the talent? What were what we were able to um, 
how do we how, how we're training our operations manager templates and all the things so SOPs so we're literally putting together an entire full packed training module so that all of you can take that and literally apply it directly um, because that's what you said this is many of you it was good this was going to be your first hire so this is the power of this community and today so we did your AOP right which is your forecast and your financial plan your people plan so you have the right team members to support you in getting to the plan and today is all about the roadmap to two percent so we're going to take what we need to we, we're going to take our goals and we're going to put into action today, right? So what are the exact, what is the vision for 2023 that you're going to leave with? And today you're actually going to leave with not only your vision statement, you're also going to leave today with your exact needle movers and your strategic roadmap on what are the top three things that need to get done so that you can accomplish that plan that you have in place. And so I'm so excited to get started. Who is ready for the roadmap to 2%? So Currently, as I talked about, we've optimized your product suite, right? Or you're working on it and it's okay to kind of, there's a lot of information that we're like throwing at you. Um, so it's okay to rewatch, take time to do the homework. My goal is to give you guys a framework, right? A framework that you can then apply and then even over the break, right? Apply it um, over the break and then we'll be with you live in January again. So you've optimized your product suite so you know exactly what your products are, what your pricing is, how they fit into your customer journey, right? You feel calm and confident about your value, right? We've taken a look at pricing as well. So based on the products, we based on our 2022 retrospective and based on um, industry right now and marketplace right now, you've optimized to your current state, right? And then lastly, what we've done is set your end of year goals. You know exactly what you need to do, how much you need to sell in order to get to your exact revenue goals. Now, the road to your next level. So first I want to break down um, is that it's you. we have to put in the work to get there, right? And so I know like we've, we've all heard the concept of SMART goals, right? And they have to be measurable. We have to take action, but it has to be measurable and achievable. And so today I'm going to teach you a little bit about how I do my sprint planning and how we're going to actually achieve those things. And the title here says hard work is the shortcut because – that is what it is. Like it, it will take work. And so I don't want to sugarcoat um, that there is work to be done, but it's going to be exciting, right? So I don't want, I don't want to scare you away from the work and you're going to have us to support you through it. Um, and we'll create dedicated space. I'm also going to be sharing my like calendar playbook with you guys at the end of, um, for like one of the bonuses. So I'll even show you how to block out the time so that it could feel doable and we'll create a plan for that. Lastly, it's also on your next level, thinking about next year, business is personal. And I really want you to think about maintaining your energy, right? What are the things that just, you know, give you the most amount of joy and you want to continue to do that? And what are the things that really don't give you that much joy and that you need to outsource or delegate and to ensure that you're protecting your bandwidth and energy so that you can lead in your highest power? And then lastly, planning the year out with your strategic um, goals and needle movers. So first, what I want you to do is to zoom out and understand your yearly goals, which we did already. All right. So for next year, these are my high-level goals. I want you to write those down, financial goals, product goals. A tip is setting your financial goals first 
will make it easier for you to break down your project goals. So I always go back to the revenue part of it first. And maybe it's just my my way of doing it. You don't have to do it this way. But I always think about the business from a revenue lens standpoint, product level standpoint to then set and create what are the projects that need to get done. So that is how I think about it. And when I think about the projects, right, and I'll kind of share a little bit about CEO school because it's just easy to give our own example on how we're planning through for next year. We had an incredible year this year. Um, as I mentioned in the product journey, there were things that from last year we optimized. I was like, I didn't love the amount of time that we spent here. So we optimized our product suite in that capacity. For this year, I feel like we really nailed a system, right? We nailed like the customer journey. We have our pro- like our exact product suites. Uh, we're not adding any net new products for next year. So that's really exciting for us for next year. And we, this year was all about optimizing. Um, so we got the course launched, the program that which you're here. So we like created a cadence, a launch cadence. So we were we are not always in these cycles. We kind of base it out by like quarterly. So um, you know, looking at the products, we optimize to say we're only going to launch the program once a year, right? That's it. And we're only going to open the boardroom once per quarter, and that's it. And we're only going to do three live events, and it's going to be once per uh, once per quarter. So that's kind of how I thought about time energy as well as like what was missing. And so once I did that, I also thought like thought through what are the key projects that are like are important to set us up for scale, right? And so this the podcast was um so successful this this last year and but we put in the time to um you know take it to the next level and like create proper processes for like the the podcast just needed love. There are things that were just happening and so that was a huge key project as like a strategic goal of this year. And so next year, now that this is done, one of the next projects that I'm thinking about is I really would love the conference still didn't happen, right? So that's going to probably be one of our big, um, oh, there it is. Look at, look at my team. There it is. Like, this is so awesome. You guys are literally the best. So I'm literally thinking about the things that didn't get done, right? And how do I staple that in? But when I do this, so this is so simple. So on a piece of paper, and if you're listening to this, like, do not pull over. <laughs> like you'll get, we'll send you the training recording. We'll put it into the show notes. Um, I literally want you to write out like two lines like this, right? January through June, July through December, and just like physically placing it. And I love to do this also on a whiteboard or with post-it notes. And so brain dumping all of the things onto post-it notes allows me to kind of like move things around and you can kind of see your energy like through the year. And we can't put everything all at once. So literally this is our map for next year or this year um, that we had. And March, we literally up-leveled the the podcast. We had the course launch. Um, I literally took the entire like month off. We actually focused on creating our merch line, which I'm actually wearing today. Um, And it is here and it's so cool. Um, We're not going to get distracted, but of course I get distracted. So let's, oh, it's fine. It's right here, Carlos. There's one right here. Yeah. We'll do one. We don't have to like sneak peek everything, but so fun. Girls just want to have fun all the things. I'm very excited about the merge line. Okay. So that got done this year, but we just wanted to create the product suite in the, in the beginning. We actually haven't launched it because we didn't have a capacity for a launch um, conference and then our October boardroom launch, right? So just thinking about how you're thinking about it. And then we take that energy and we actually put it into 
um, a plan. And so this is literally a template and we're going to share our templates with you because we love to do that. And so we'll actually share like our, um, our template. And so based on that, we're like, okay, we need to plug in three retreats, but we literally do it based on like this map. And so I'll share our, our, like our template with you. So you can have this template, but you don't need a template. What I'm trying to teach you here today is that as you think about your map for, for 2%, I want you to think about, how you're placing your um, like big major events and f- for product-based companies, or if you're like, how does this apply to me if I'm a um, you know a, a you know a service professional or you still have campaigns or you still have active times or seasons you have seasonality in your business or times where you're having like a big push for a product or a new product launch or a new offer launch. So tip number two is this: seeing your goals laid out visually honestly can help you determine like what needs to move or change. This is so true for me. And I want to know from the audience if this is true for you, right? Like I'm such a, like, I'm an everything style learner. Like there's some things that I need audibly. There's some things that I need, like, um, I need to write and like actually physically like write it out. But when it comes to like seeing the plan, I want to actually physically like touch it, move it, see it. That's why you guys always see me on Instagram stories with like post-it notes. Um, so I'd love to know if that's also you. So visually putting it out is so important. And then what I like to do um, in, for from a post-it note standpoint, I'll literally write out all the things, even items that I'm like, man, I wish we had, right? Like, and I, like all the things, like even if it might not fit into your next, this next year, right? So maybe you're like, I really wish I had, I want to launch a podcast for our brand or I really want to redo the website or I really want to get our employees like health insurance, like whatever the, like the wish, like it could be so, it could be this tiniest thing and it could be the biggest thing. I want you to start dumping them right? Onto like these little post-it notes or this like a section. And when you determine it, you can put things in a parking lot. So a parking lot is where I put, where it just means like, it's not a no, it's just, it's there. It's just, it's, it's visually on the board. And I literally call it the parking lot because the car is parked there. Um, and you have to get the car out at some point. You can't just like leave your car in the parking lot all the, like, you know, but it's in the parking lot. And so you don't forget it and you know, it's there. And then when there's energy, you'd be like, you know what, I'm going to move that into the season that's coming, or I'm going to try to like, here are the things that I'm going to prioritize and move into the business season. Right. And so that's really helpful. And then also thinking about your business, um, in, in the right seasons for our business, um, for like all my businesses, I think about things in quarters. Like it really does allow us for me to plan in like a 90 day fashion. I'm like a very strategic quarterly planner and it's, it's kind of natural, right? I mean, like, like literally, you know, the universe gave us four seasons for a reason. Like it's so beautiful. Like even the earth plants, right? Even the earth has to go through a cycle and it changes and then it's consistent, right? And sometimes things change, but it's, it's literally a season. Every single quarter, there's a season. And so I even think about it that way for business. So for me, having seasons is so important. So you're going to zoom out, understand your yearly goals, I want you to dump and brain dump all of those amazing projects and milestones and things that you're really excited to do. I want you to set those against a timeline view that takes into account truly like sustainable due dates, realistic for your team, energy, resources, right? You may not have the resources to build a website and hire a podcast agency. You're like, you might have to pick and choose. So, and then you repeat this process until you figure out that perfect map. Now, I'm going to teach you my system here on how I think about projects and what actually gets put on the board. 
So this is like my like a cheat way to do this. And I was brain dumping to figure out like, okay, how do I actually decide what goes into our map for this year? So this is my high impact um, and low impact matrix. Okay. So follow me along here on this chart. And for those that are listening, it's just a quadrant. Think of this as a quadrant chart. And we want to be doing the things that are high impact, right? So we don't want to be doing things that are like low impact. We want to be doing things that are going to be high impact for the company that are going to be major strategic, awesome things, right? But there's going to be some things that are going to be high, high impact, but they're going to be really high effort, right? So maybe redoing your entire website, um, that's a high impact, high effort project. When you do it, it's going to be fantastic because there's so much value that's going to come from up-leveling and doing that. But that's not going to happen in a day. That's like a major, major project, right? It's going to take a team. It's going to take resources. It's not like one and done, right? So it's high impact, high effort, okay? And then there are things that might be high impact but low effort, okay? So things like, you know what? Maybe for the podcast, you might say, hey, I think this is going to be high um, high impact, but maybe not making it high effort. Maybe I just, I'm already doing, um, you know, like a, a live session or you're on Instagram, you're doing Instagram. Maybe I turn that into the um, audio for the podcast, right? Or maybe I just do it on Zoom or just do it with like my home system and get that started. It might be like a low effort way and it could be a quick win that takes place, right? And it can be high impact driver with low effort. And so, and then we have items that are low impact that are not going to impact the company and that are super, super high effort right? And honestly, last year, the conference for us was, well, it, it, it was um, it was high impact, high effort. That's what the, 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 the conference actually was. I'm trying to think of another example um, on low impact, high effort. Um, I would say redoing our, um, okay, right here for the program. We did all of the branding, right? We did all of the program branding this last year and my hair was short and uh, I was like, it's all, like all the same branding. We reuse that branding for for this for the second time around right now. We in that honestly, I would have loved to have had a brand new brand session, get all of our new like um, things completed. But that is such high effort for the impact. Like the impact to to change those visuals is not honestly going to have that high of a of an impact for the company. But it's high effort, so that goes in that bucket. Okay. And then low impact, low effort, these are things that honestly kind of keep the bus moving, right? You're going to have things like that are going to be part of the company that like social media or um, your sales funnels or like whatever that might just be like constant that need to keep um, keep running. And so these things might actually be like low, like low impact and they're low effort, but they're needed in the company. And so those things can also be easily outsourced as well. Those are like easily outsourceable items. So when you think about it from this matrix, what I want you to do is we should never be working on, honestly, unless you have all the fucking time in the world, we should never be working on and all the resources, right? So if you're like super rich, have tons of great resources and you have all the time in the world, you can go do low impact, high effort. No, we never, ever want to waste our time doing low impact, high effort work. That is not where our energy goes at all as a company. And I'm not just talking about this for as a CEO. I'm talking about this overall for a company as well right? The things that we want to always find. What are the things that are going to have the highest impact 
and the lowest amount of effort. Like those things, like we should be like every single post-it note that you have up there, like move those in and be like, yes, 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 yes. Because they're low effort and they're going to have high impact. Maybe you don't have uh, a website today and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do a um, um, an agency style service and I'm going to do like a quick branding. Like I'm going to just do a branding um, done for you one day um, website build with a company. And that might be your like it's low effort but it's going to drive really, really high impact. Like I want you to be doing things that are going to be super high impact, low effort. And the things that are going to be high impact, high effort, those are your major projects. I want you to choose. We can't do all of them. And we always should be working on something that's going to be high impact, right? So I try to choose one per quarter. So, and maybe even honestly, sometimes based on energy, it could be like two for the year or one for the year right? Depending on high effort, how high effort the project may be, right? And so um, that is how I think about this chart. So we should always be doing high impact, low effort. We should never be doing low impact, high effort, okay? And the things that are the right, you know, that are low impact, low effort, like those are awesome things that you can outsource to your, your team. But the reminder here is to make sure that you're measuring the right things, right? As a CEO and as a company, there's so many that we talked about on day one about distraction, right? Amazing companies are focused, right? We don't want to be the Chinese menu of everything, right? Like we want to be this like beautiful, sleek, like thoughtful, luxury feel, right? We want to feel intentional with purpose. And so making sure that you're doing the right things is also going to drive success in those right things. And you can tell when entrepreneurs are not successful, I guarantee every single time. And if you really ask yourself this last year, you might have just been doing too much of the wrong things, right? And that's what I find. That's it's, This is what's really about accountability here, right? For you guys and for us here. That's why it's so important to be a part of communities like this, right? And to to like have that support system to like, sometimes you're so in it, you don't even see it. It's not even your fault, but you're just you're just in it right? And you're just doing all the things and juggling all the things and you're actually not doing the right things. And that's why it's so important. Every single quarter, literally, I lead the workshop on making sure that our needle movers, like we literally do the same workshop every single quarter. And here it is again. So I'm going to teach you how we do this every single quarter so you are doing the right things. Lots of stuff here. Lots of stuff that I'm unpacking for you. I'm trying to give you a taste of the things that are in the program that we teach here at CEO School so that when you're in it, you understand like you're actually getting like the real and all the value. Like you, this is this is all the stuff. We just slow it down a little bit. We're not covering this much information in every single. We actually take action into it. One of the workshops is specifically on planning and needle movers. So as you think about 2023, I want you to decide your high, your big like high impact goals. Okay. And I want you to set targets that are actually realistic, but feel like ambitious as well, right? I always want you to challenge yourself. I call it like that extra 20% challenge. Like, can I get there a little faster? Can I do it a little bit better? I don't want to be at 100%. Like, like no, I don't need to get there then. Like, just challenge yourself a little bit more by 20%, I would say. And I want you to focus on the, like, your future success for next year. So I want you to think about what are the three major maybe needle movers or major projects that must get done in order for you to achieve your goals in 2023. And here's like a broken down example of this is actually a very specific needle mover when it comes to sales. Um, and you can have targets. It doesn't have to be projects either. Like you're, you could be like, I need to make sure that we sell our product, 
right? Like that we do um, 100 sales like for our, like I want to make sure that we do like 100 unit of this, of your product or whatever it is, right? And you can break that down to say, okay, if I know I need to go sell 100 products, right? And my conversion is at like, you know, 50% conversion, that means that I need to make sure that I have, and when I get a sales call, I need to make sure that I have, um, you know, 100 sales calls so that I can get to uh, 50 booked um, clients. And this is like another example here. So I'm not going to go into this one, but it's just like, it's just really breaking down. Like you can actually break down the goal, right? And you can say, how do I actually get there? So when you put up the goals in your project, you can actually say, what are the needle movers to get? A needle mover is something that is like, it's not the, you know, uh, I'll give you another example. So this, this example is on sales, right? It's like selling the units, but it's not about um, the outcome. So like, let's say the website is the project, right? That's a big needle mover for this next year. It's not like, oh, putting in the, like you can make the list of all the tasks that need to get done in order for that project to get completed. The needle movers are the actual like things that are actually going to drive the needle. Maybe it's hiring that agency. That's like a major, a major point to check off that piece of it. It might not be the um, writing the copy. Like that might be a task. Writing the copy is not a needle mover. The needle mover is like getting the agency. So thinking about things from like when you think about the goal, you should always have like your three needle movers that are actually going to what you need to do in order to achieve that goal. And that's what I want you to think about. And even in our, our planner, like every single day, like literally every day with the CEO School Planner. My daily page literally reads my gratitudes, affirmations, my schedule, like what I need to focus on. I do my quick journal. Um, but it's it's like it's your needle movers. Like literally, it's literally needle movers and writing down what are the most important things I need to get done today, right? So that's how I want you to think about 2023. I want you to think about your high impact, high effort projects, okay? And I want you to select two to four high impact projects for 2023 and your homework assignment today is to set three needle movers against each of those projects okay so that's going to be your homework and what we're going to do now here next is where i'm going to actually do one of the assignments with you is drafting a vision statement right and i want you to have this why like a vision statement is so important it sets like the direction for the company for the year Right. And this is like, I want you to have a 2023 statement. So this isn't like when we, when you go through the program, you're going to have your core values, your high vision and mission. That's like overall for your company here today. We're all thinking about 2023. I want you to draft a vision statement, right? For what 2023 will look like. Okay. And here's how it's going to go. And there's lots of questions on where do I get at CEO School Planner? Um, we have taken out our, we're like relaunching our merchandise component of our business uh, in January. So you'll have access back to getting the planners and to everything. Just be in the community. And if you really want one, just we'll we'll make sure that our program members, we can get you guys how to how to do that. But we are, it's a major project for us because we have a warehouse, merchandise, fulfillment, right? That is one of our actual major projects for this year. And this last year, it was a complete shit show. We thought it was going to be high impact, uh, low effort. It was definitely not low effort. So there it is. Planners are back in February. Um, and we'll make sure that our program members have like all access to all like the merch first. And maybe we could do our beta testing of like the product and 
I would love your help in making sure our beta test goes smoothly before we launch it out um, to the to the world. So coming back to your 2023 vision statement. Are you guys ready? Who's ready? Here's the vision statement. And all I want you to do is fill in the blank. And before, stop reading it. Don't read it. Okay. First, I want you to go back and think about on day one, I made you do a visualization, right? Of what everything was going to feel like. We're taking that visualization, right? Of your highest leader, your best self, walking into a business that's working for you. You're not working for, right? Getting the right team to support you. Having that energy in your life that you are like designing that life that you love. I want you to think about that. And then we're taking that and we're going to actually put it into a sentence form and it's actually going to fit into our planning for 2023. And here it is. I want to achieve blank in revenue through blank strategic projects being supported by blank team members. And I will feel blank when I accomplish it. And I want you to take a moment to actually pause and think about this. I want you to write it down. And I know right now you're, you're and I want you to iterate through it, right? So it doesn't have to be like put what comes to mind currently. Okay. So you can put just first things that come to mind right now, but we're going to work through that vision statement to make sure it's actually there. And you can, we can make it more robust, right? We can make it more robust. I want to see into the chat what you guys are putting. What do you want to achieve? I'd love to read some. So type those in and we'll get a few on the board. We can move to the next slide. So what does your next level look like, right? Everything is all achievable, like on the other side of consistency, right? It's all about we're going to be consistent in our business. We're going to go achieve exactly what you're telling me we're going to achieve. So I want to put some of the vision statements on here. But there's a few things of like this next level. One, you're going to show up with power right? You know what, when you know what you're working on, right? When you feel aligned to all the, like your, your vision, your mission, what you're here, you're confident, right? You show up to do the work and you, you get that level of confidence. People ask me all the time, Sarah, how are you so confident? Like, how do you, it, confidence is not something that is like, you don't, you're not born with it. Everything is learned. Why I'm confident is because I've done it before, right? And, and I wasn't confident the first time, but when you keep working on something, right, it gets easier and easier and easier because you become that you become an expert in it. And that's how what showing up in your power feels like, right? When you put in the work, you will get that confidence. And I'm telling you, when you show up at that highest leader, your best self, even if you don't have a team, it's not about like the leader for like the team, you will show up in your best power. Next is all about scalable business goals, right? So when you show up in your power, it's also all about scalability. I think this is the part where I get most excited about with CEO school. I think this is what we do best is teach scale, right? It's one thing is to start a business. It's another thing to scale the business. And it doesn't have to go from zero to 100 million in revenue if that's not your goal. But whatever the goals are, scaling is also scaling systems, right? Strategy, processes, so that you can earn more, like, like earn more and do less, Right. And whatever you want to do without earning, whether it's hiring more people, whether it's making more of an impact, but your business should be able to earn more every year while doing less. And when I take a look at plans for, for businesses and I see it every single day, 
I've coached thousands of you, thousands of women now. Every single time, the number one thing I see is it's not scalable. It's like the one-time thing. And then they're like, I don't know what happened. I don't know how to do it again. We want to do things that we could put on repeat, that we can automate, that we can trust, right? So that we can scale that portion and honestly protect our energy and do it better. And then the third component is working on the business, right? You are in the business. We're all working in the business. As CEOs, we must take the time to work on the business, right? So finding that time to ensure that you are actually working on the business and like having that accountability to do so, right? Just honestly, like every single, um, like we have like personal trainers, right? Like people can go to the gym, right? And get fit. We, we don't have that level of motivations as, as humans, right? But when we have accountability, right? That is why the community is so, so important. That's why having the right business coach is so important. Having the right team around you is so important. It's accountability, okay? I wanna read some of these. All right, let's read some of your vision statements. Um, MN Tax and Business Services. Uh, she says, I want to achieve, achieve 500,000 in revenue through fewer strategic projects being supported by five team members and feel proud when I accomplish it. I love that. I want to achieve 100,000 in revenue through three strategic projects, being supported by three A players in my team, and I'll feel success and supported when I accomplish it. So successful. Shilpi says, I want to achieve a million in revenue through four strategic projects, being supported by four AT members. I love that you guys are using A players and I'll feel confident when I accomplish it. Martinique says, I want to achieve 500,000 in revenue through four strategic projects. Four is like a number for you guys, four projects, being supported by two team members and feel empowered when I accomplish it. Arnell, I want to achieve 500,000 in revenue through one to two focused strategic projects, being supported by driven proactive team members, and I will feel like I'm answering my true calling when I accomplish it. Arnell, I love that. Good Girl Creative. Oh my God, you guys are so great. I'm so excited for your businesses. I want to achieve 180000 in revenue, and I love the specificity, by the way, through four strategic projects, being supported by three team members, and I'll feel free when I accomplish it. I like felt that free for you. Brittany from uh, Verity Media Marketing. I want to achieve 150,000 in revenue through 12 strategic projects. That's too many, girl. Supported by three team members and I'll feel like a badass when I accomplish it. You are a badass. We definitely wanna keep it two to four. And four is still a lot, you guys. One per quarter is a lot of work. Emily says, I wanna achieve two million in revenue. Hell yeah, 2% club. Through three, through three strategic project trips, Consulting, consulting and recruitment of agents, being supported by three A and two BT members. Wow, I love the specificity here. And I will feel powerful when I accomplish it. Emily, you go, girl. Marina, I want to achieve a million in revenue through three strategic projects supported by two A players and a B player and feel over the moon when I accomplish it. I love that you guys are using all of the learnings from the last two days. Stacy, I want to achieve 150000 in revenue through two projects being supported by one team member and feel aligned when I accomplish it. We'll do one more. Um, 
being Dr. Cara Bear wants to achieve six figures in revenue through two projects, being supported by three AT members, and feel empowered and game-changing when she accomplishes it. That was so inspiring, you guys. It was so inspiring. Just being in this room, there's so much energy here, such like a beautiful energy. I feel so calm today too. I know my energy was like so hype, hype. Like today, I just feel in my true calling being in a room with all of you. And I feel so grateful for this. And I cannot wait for you to accomplish everything that you said you want to do next year. But I want to remind you of one thing, okay? There is no such thing as a million-dollar idea. It's just a million-dollar execution. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed the module and are ready to crush 2023. We are linking everything in the show notes. So come check out the links. And I cannot wait for you to come join us in 2023 as part of CEO School's program. It's a 12-week program where I am your head coach and guide you through our principles on scaling. So it is the program. We only launch it once a year and it is open for enrollment and is going to be the best cohort yet. If you want all the details, click the link in the show notes and we can't wait to welcome you and to see you crushed 2023. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.